Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Good morning, American. It's Friday. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Today's show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Protect your data from prying eyes at expressvpn.com slash unleashed. Joined by uh, Jeffy today, who continues to shelter in place, mm. continues to be locked down. You have to. It's mm. the law. It's the law. It's the law. It's the, it's the law. <clears throat> Actually, uh, it yeah. isn't. Actually, no. Wrapping up. I mean, we're here, you know, yeah. so... Must breaking be. the law. No. No. No, we're not breaking the in law. Fact, in fact, I, like I mentioned yesterday, I'm going to a restaurant tomorrow. Uh, or, I mean, sorry, tonight. Uh, will I meet you there? Will I see you there? Living dangerously. You're going to uh, be there? No. Okay, good. No, he's not. <laughs> okay. Just checking. Do you go to the grocery store? I have not gone in uh, quite some time. Really? Yeah, have, have, no, you gone, have, have you gone have anywhere? Absolutely I anywhere. Have I, that's, uh, I know you have a wife. Yeah, I know. Have you gone anywhere, though? Done anything? Not really. No? You no. just stay at home? I go outside and walk around the house. And okay. Take a look. This is the perfect scenario look, for him. Once in a while, I look out the, It is. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a perfect scenario. I saw I'm actually am enjoying it. There was a story a few weeks ago about uh, the average American, and certainly this doesn't apply to you because there's nothing average about your television washing. Uh, the average American is binging eight hours a day. Uh, with you, I'm guessing it's more like 16 or 18, and then you sleep, and then you get up and you start the cycle over again. Is that? Do I have it fairly accurately? Than, well, I mean, it's more than eight. <laughs> it's more than eight. More than eight. Yeah, I believe I don't that. Know, Sixteen. You know, sixteen is probably too much, but <laughs> between eight and sixteen is probably about right. <laughs> There's some wiggle room in there. It's probably too much. It's just because yeah, some days, you know, it depends. It depends on if I'm if I finish if I finish uh, if a series I'm watching finishes up a season, then you know you might take a break mm-hmm. for a little bit, ten minutes, ten twelve yeah. minutes, some food, grab, grab some more food, right? <laughs> you're out of snacks, and then right. you can come back and start the next season over. So what have what have you what have you watched during this uh, time this this difficult time where we're all in this yeah. together? You know, we're <laughs> yes. all in it yeah. together <laughs> what have we watched together apart um i've watched uh really i went through uh quibi a bunch because i you know i've got the free 90 days for quibi um i've got the free 30 days for showtime so i'm finally binging the six or seven seasons of ray donovan I had the world tell me i needed to watch that for a long time and they were right it's great really mm-hmm. uh, and uh, let's, I don't know. Uh, I've been watching some Amazon originals. I went back and watched uh, the one, you know, zero zero zero, which was tremendous. It's just a, you know about a, a drug shipment and drug lords and stuff. Good stuff. Great, great stuff. And then there was uh, what's that? What's that uh, show you like? Um, Ozark. Have you finished yep. that? O- Ozark. Oh, please. Yeah, that yeah. was uh, <laughs> long time ago. Yeah. Yes, that was really yeah. good. Yeah, the, the season of that drought. That was oh, my gosh. Holy cow! It might be time to watch that again. <laughs> Because so <laughs> yeah, it's been and afterlife. The new afterlife with Ricky Gervais was great. Um, it's, you know, whatever, whatever's new and, and hot. And then mm-hmm. I go back and get some old stuff that I really like from time to time. Yeah, and of course you watch the Tiger 
Tiger King thing? I, I went through Tiger King. Yeah, I went through yeah. all of Tiger King plus the you know their extra episode that they that they did at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. That was I, that. I felt like that was forced on me though. <laughs> 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 the world was watching Tiger King, yeah. and I felt like I had to watch it because yeah, you actually after didn't. the you after didn't. the second episode, I was like, okay, it, it just made me feel icky. It was just kind of the ick. I I didn't like it. Uh, okay, you know, I got it. You mm-hmm. love big cats, and you're smoking meth on your ranch in Oklahoma, right? Great. Have, right, have and you're a polygamous homosexual. Okay, and then there's polygamous heterosexuals on the show too, and. <laughs> Uh, there's, there's murder, uh, people are killing each other, or at least ho- trying to kill each other, hoping to kill each other. I got it. Okay. You're all <laughs> douchebags. I got it. I mean, how many douchebags do I need in my life on my television thing, right, screen? Right. And because, and the good thing about a lot of the douchebags is it's not love, real. You know, it's a show, right? I, love, I mean, except it is real. I love your qualifier. That's, that's my point. In Tiger King, it yeah. is real. Right. That's what I mean. Exactly. You notice, right. though, Jeffy, you notice how he slipped that in there? How many douchebags do I need in my life on television? Because <laughs> he's got plenty. I got in plenty real in real life. I don't need more on TV. That's exactly right. Thank you for catching the implication <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, Keith. Okay. No, I, Keith was not alone in catching it. I was <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, golly. Uh, all right. So, um,. But malls are going to open up. I'm excited. Simon Balls, balls are going to open up. Oh, yeah. Up. You can get back to your walking <laughs> regimen every day. <laughs> you talked about going to restaurants, but I mean, Simon Malls is going to open back up. And, and that's what's a wonderful thing to be able to go to the mall. Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, one of the things that I saw in their story with the mall, though, that was so strange to me, is says occupancy for these malls are going to be capped at one person per 50 square feet. And they're going to do that with the help of traffic measurement technologies. Is that <laughs> what? what, armed guards? Wait a minute. Know, what is that? One, wow. one person in the mall for every 50 square feet. They've already been accomplishing that with the help of Amazon. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Seriously, sure. no one goes to the mall anyhow. Well, you're gonna if you ask for it, they're going to give you a free mask and a, few, a free uh, temperature check and hand sanitizing products. So, you know, you get some free stuff while you're there. Okay. I can't remember the last time I went to a mall. I I can't either. It's been a long time. I cannot. Really has. Last time. Yeah, it's been, oh my gosh, long time. Yeah, there's just no need to. I think the last time I went to a mall, I went into one store that was attached to a mall. But I never went, you know, into the mall. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, that was a long time. It's going to be interesting uh, to see, first of all, if people go back to malls. Uh, and then if they do, for how long? Uh, is it just a novelty because something's open and you're going to go see, oh, that's right, there are malls still, aren't there? Huh, maybe I'll go back and see what one looks like. <laughs> and then we're going to check out the restaurants just to see what they look like because I've almost <laughs> forgotten those as well. I mean, I know. When, did you, when did you last sit down to a meal at a – I mean, how old were you in early March? I uh, I can't even remember back. I'm not sure I was born in early March when Marissa was Feels like another lifetime ago. It does. Yeah, it does. Uh, By the way, experts are stunned that there aren't piles of dead bodies in Wisconsin right now because they held the vote and they actually had people go to the polls and they thought, okay, Wisconsin, you're going to have a spike like you can't believe in coronavirus cases. And it didn't come. And I think they're actually hurt. 
I think Democrats are actually hurt. Their it's, their feelings are hurt that it, a lot of people didn't get the virus and die. Yes, yes, <laughs> there are. They keep showing pictures of what could have happened. What could have happened? Well, it didn't. It, it didn't. And that's kind of what some experts are saying. We should just be living life right now and kind of let the chips fall where they may because way more people have this than you're giving us credit for. And that means that uh, there are a lot of people who uh, are not affected by it or very uh, very mildly affected by it. And the death rate goes down by, you know, uh, factors of 10 or 100 when you look at the uh, overall picture of this thing. And there is, there's actually an ER doctor in New York City now who is saying, look, we got to get back to work because we've already, we've seen the spike. We've, we've, we've been through the worst of it. We're kind of going out the other side. And uh, now it's time to get back to work. Uh, this guy's name is Daniel Murphy, Dr. Daniel Murphy, chairman of the Department of Emergency Medicine at St. Barnabas Hospital in the Bronx. And he says, first of all, the curve is flattening. He says, uh, the wave has crested. At 1 p.m. on April 7th, the COVID-19 arrival slowed down. It was a discreet, noticeable event, he said. Stretchers became available by five, and the number of arriving COVID-19 patients dropped below the number discharged transferred or deceased this was striking because the community i serve is poor some are homeless most work in essential low-paying jobs uh where distancing isn't easy nevertheless the wave passed over us peaked and subsided the way this transpired tells me the ebb and flow had more to do with the natural course of the outbreak than it did with the lockdown uh number two he says non-covid care has plummeted and that's a bad thing uh, that means our patients in this diverse, low-income community are afraid to come to the ER for non-COVID care. Mm-hmm. Mm, yep. Number three, COVID fear is over-amplified. Inordinate fears misguides the public response, he said. While COVID-19 is serious, fear of it is being over-amplified. The public needs to understand that the vast majority of infected people do quite well. Number four, COVID is more prevalent than we know, which we just kind of talked about. Uh, Murphy said that more people have contracted COVID-19 than have tested positive for the virus. That's due to the fact that a significant number of COVID patients are asymptomatic. Many New Yorkers already have COVID-19 infection, whether they're aware of it or not. As of today, over 43% of those tested uh, are positive in the Bronx. We're developing a significant degree of natural herd immunity huh distancing works but i'm skeptical that it's playing as predominant a role as many think uh so he's saying it's time to get back to to business here uh that we're we're doing pretty well and even in new york city this new thing york is starting city. to sorry to subside so <laughs> it's friday yeah i mean look they, they all say you know that the the salon owner in dallas that is having the fight now. And I mean, they are battling back and forth for her to even just open her salon. Yeah. And their papers in Dallas talk about her chancing irreparable injury to uh, to the locals. Mm-hmm. Well, irreparable injury. What about the people that work there and have that need to earn a living? Yeah. Right. My gosh, that's the irreparable damage. 
yeah, there's going to be irreparable damage done to our country if we if we don't do something like I don't know now, like right now, yeah, like we're we doing have. in Texas. In fact, today, as uh, Keith has pointed out, restaurants are opening up, and I think you can go inside, right? Or is it just the patio? That's my thing? understanding. I'm not sitting outside. It's too hot. <laughs> so seriously, that's the difference, though. We we say Texas. We should be clear. Dallas is nuts. Dallas yeah. is crazy yeah. with their with their yes. lockdown and everything. I'm going out west. That's where I'm talking about having the freedom Fort Worth? to go to a. Uh, I'm not meeting you there. You can't. No, find, I'm, you're not I'm not going. Me. I'm not threatening to go. You're gonna find me. I mean, unless I can follow you back home for some of them no, scrumptious really, cookies. I mean, there's no way go to get out there. Go west. Uh, just I mean, we can meet at the restaurant. There's no way to get there. We can mail you some though. We can mail you some right cookies. Back home to the if you kitchen. Want. So yeah, we could do that. <laughs> <laughs> that could be arranged. Okay. All right. What was it again? Uh, it's a scrumptious cookie. Yeah. Dot com. Dot com. Yep. That's what it was again. Scrumptious cookie. Dot com. Uh, cookies. Scrumptious cookies was taken. If you can believe it. So wait. When like, I wow. What? When I place an order, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Is only one of the cookies going to be scrumptious that I order, or should I only order one at a time, or how do we do? Yeah, this? she should order one or at just a time. The one and yeah. We'll just send them out to you individually. Figure out which one is yeah, the scrumptious. That's one. what you should do. So okay. I think that'll work really well for you. They're coming in the mail, so you just get one a day. You'll have something to look forward to. <laughs> That's actually a good idea. If postage wasn't so ridiculous, it'd be like a cookie a day club. So, oh. Some of those cookies are like a dessert meal, He's too. Thinking one about this. Will be enough for you. The I mean, wheels are turning. You won't be hungry for a while. Yes, Jeffy could put that to to the test. That's for sure. All right, since it is a uh, fun, frivolous Friday for the most part, um, let's. Uh, we and we had a request for this. Got uh, got a tweet here from Pastor Sam Burton. Hey, uh, Patheads, I don't know about you, but I really want to hear the turtle song on this uh, Friday, frivolous Friday. Uh, you know the tr- you know the one he's talking about the if turtles weren't so <laughs> yes. stupid they would put straws in their noses when I see a straw I put it in my mouth straws don't belong there but the turtles don't know why so maybe they all deserve to die yes. That's it's a good fantastic. point. It's a really good point. And uh, he it. sings it well. That's nice. <laughs> Turtles are so stupid. <laughs> that is fantastic. Why would you put the, you know, let's say you do find a straw in the ocean. Okay. What are you doing to jamming it in your nose? That's just, it is stupid, like he says. I mean, maybe the turtle's bored. I mean, there's not a lot to do out there but swim. But that's not where they go. That's true. They I go can't. in your mouth, turtles. I'm not here to defend the stupid <laughs> turtles. I'm <laughs> Thank just, you. I'm just Good. trying to think like one. Good. Which obviously they're not. All right, let me tell you about books. Uh, maybe you can't give mom a hug right now, but you can send flowers from the books company. Books, short for bouquets. Uh, B-O-U-Q-S. Books are responsibly sourced from some of the world's finest eco-friendly farms, even farms on sides of volcanoes, so the flowers stay fresher longer. You know, flowers and plants have been proven to reduce stress and boost productivity, kind of like uh, like pets in that way. Now that we're spending more time at home, how about a little self-love to brighten up your day and your space? Big savings, too, mean that you can send farm-fresh flowers plants and gift bundles to all the moms in your in your life your mom your actual mom uh soon to be mom maybe your wife your grandma 
a dog mom. Just treat yourself. Send smiles, no matter the miles, with books.com slash pat. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com slash pat. Enter the offer code pat for 25% off your entire order. Again, that's offer code pat for 25% off at books.com slash pat. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. So House Speaker Nancy Pelosi cut off a reporter uh, yesterday who was questioning why the Democrats are standing by Joe Biden, even though all women who accuse men should be believed. Uh, We heard that. We were lectured that all during the Brett Kavanaugh hearings. Uh, We heard it the whole time during just about everybody's uh, accusations, whether it was Harvey Weinstein or Matt Lauer or whatever. We just believed everybody who accused anybody. Well, that's not the case now. Huh. And Nancy was being asked about that yesterday. Here's what happened. As far as uh, Biden is a concern, how do uh, Democrats square with the idea that that they're essentially, uh, they're they're standing by Biden, but they're using a comparatively different standard with uh, the Kavanaugh when when Hmm. he demanded a uh, a investigation on Justice Kavanaugh when a very similar... uh, allegation came out on him. Hmm. Uh, well, let, let me just say, uh, I, I respect your question, and I don't need a, a, a lecture or a speech. Pause Here's it for a thing. second there. I, I can't take this. Uh, every single time she's challenged, which isn't often, by the way, but every time she is challenged, she goes into this elitist, how dare you question me mode. I yeah. That is so pathetic. It is so wrong. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do need to be lectured because you're an absolute hypocrite. Yeah, she's dim-splaining. That's what she's trying to do here. Ah, uh, you know, if Trump handles it this way, he gets beaten exactly. with shovels, mm-hmm. uh, metaphorically and almost literally, for the yeah. next uh, two weeks of non-stop coverage on CNN. All right, let's see the rest of this. On him. Uh- well, let, let me just say, uh, I respect your question, and I don't need a, a lecture or a speech. Here's the thing. I have complete respect for the whole Me Too movement. I have four daughters no, you and don't. one son. Oh, uh, yes, you do have the daughters, but you don't have lot of any respect for it. around the idea that women will be heard. What is she wearing, by the way? Is that a mask? That's her mask. It's also yeah. due process. And uh, the What good is it doing her? She's got it down around Joe her neck. Biden is Joe Biden. <laughs> Uh, Pause it for a second. That Joe Biden is Joe Biden. Brett Kavanaugh is Brett Kavanaugh. What are you talking about? Joe Biden is Joe Biden. Yeah, he's a douchebag. (laughs) So, yeah, we should be asking questions of him. And you, because you're supporting him. And you're not even even asking about whether Tara Reid was molested or not. All right, let's see the rest of that. Fact that Joe Biden is Joe Biden. Uh, we, there's been s- statements from his campaign, or not his campaign, but his former employees who ran his offices and the rest, that there was never any record of this. There was never any record. And uh, that uh, nobody oh. ever came forward or nobody... You've seen the Larry King clip? Ever ...came forward to say That's something kind of on about the record. it apart from the principal involved. I am mm. so proud. The happiest day for me this week was to support Joe Biden for president of the United States. He's a person of great integrity, a great concern for the American people. Wow. He 
authored the Violence Despicable. Against Women Act uh, when he was the chair of the Judiciary yeah. Committee. While he's uh, committing violence the 90s, against women he has in been the an 90s, advocate for which is funding great. it all great. along since then. And I, uh, Allegedly. Uh, I believe that uh, uh, he will be uh, a great president of the United uh, States. Uh, he is the personification of hope oh, and she's optimism. She's despicable. I can't even uh, stand. Okay, I've heard enough. I can't, I can't even stand to look at her. I cannot stand to look at her. What if she had the mask on her face, though? That wouldn't help because as long as the voice is still coming out of her mouth, uh, it just it's unbearable. Muffled or not, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's unbearable. Yeah. And what do you bring a mask for? Just to show that you have one, you own one? Right, it she doesn't wasn't do wearing any it. good when you're not wearing it, moron. Yeah, and they weren't social distancing. <laughs> I mean, there's a, whatever. I just start to finish. These people are just despicable. I can't. Oh, it's hard to take. It really is hard. To, okay, let's do the penguin thing because um, <laughs> really? we need something frivol, frivolous yeah, here. Yeah, we're going to do the. Yeah, do the. I don't do, know if he's drunk or what. He's just hopping a, around. and. There it is. There's the penguin. Yeah, look at that. Just hopping around. I mean, that's that's a Friday video if there ever is one. Lockdown's over. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah, yeah. Who who sent this to me? This is me uh, when the lockdown is over. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. (laughs) Just bouncing around. (laughs) Yeah, lockdown's over. What's this guy? He's like, get out my space, man. What are you doing? (laughs) Seriously, that that, that animal is on something. That animal is on something. <laughs> just he just keeps going, like Energizer and then and then the who's ever filming it just ran out of patience. Okay, I can't <laughs> or their battery died on their phone. Just can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, some good news too. We have something new. Whoa, uh, from Alex Jones. Which oh gosh, I'm kind of excited. This, this about. is good news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is great news. <laughs> okay. Have you seen this yet, Jeffy? The I the new Alex Jones. All you uh, think? A hungry Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. So, All right, I'll let's. Admit it. Yeah, uh, he'll admit it. I will eat my neighbors. I'm not letting my kids die. I'll, I'm just gonna be honest. My superpowers being honest, I've extrapolated this out, and I won't have to for a few years since I got food and stuff. Right. But I'm literally okay. looking at my neighbors now and going, "I'm ready to hang them up, and gut them, and skin them, and chop them up." You know what? I'm ready. My daughters aren't starving to death. Pause it. Pause this. This is that's unbelievable. <laughs> If, if that's serious, if he's really looking at his neighbors, wondering which ones he's going to eat. I got years of food and stuff. <laughs> that, I extrapolated this out. <laughs> this guy is just that's sick. Crazy. Hey, it's sick, dude. He's, he's sick. Wait, you're, you're, well, you have to know your neighbors, but I mean, if you just go outside <laughs> and look around, you ooh, that one maybe. I'd eat that. Yeah, right. I'd eat that. Right. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're looking for in a human as far as uh, taste is concerned. You're right. Thank you. And time out. Uh, If you are in Jeffy's neighborhood, okay, just know know where he lives, know where he's at at all times, because he has precedence uh, at eating things. And Mm -hmm. so you're already already on that list. But uh, good luck, Jeffy's neighborhood. <laughs> All right, let's During see good the rest times. of this. During good times. You know what? I'm ready. My daughters aren't starving to death. No. I'll eat right. my neighbors. Ugh. See, my superpower is being honest. I'll eat your ass. I will. I'm my combat model. Optimal self sufficiency. Eat my ass. Probably the leader. It's kind of the point is, is have you like thought a rump about roast? that yet? Because I'm somebody like that a, thought I could fix this. Like a human and rump I'm starting roast, to think about having to eat uh, my neighbors. You think I like? Sizing up my neighbor, yes. oh, I'm gonna haul him up I think by you do. a chain and chop his ass up. I do it. 
You're good. My children aren't going hungry. Mine are. I will eat your ass. <laughs> That's why I want the globalists to know. I will eat your ass first. <laughs> <laughs> that is just nuts. Oh, oh, I thought the... Uh, great. Yeah, I mean, that's what I meant. It was great. That was the word. I Thank you, Jeffy, for the help yeah, there. No His uh, superpower, like, like you said, Jeffy, is being honest. That's not what the court said, but go ahead. <laughs> that isn't what the court said. That's no, awesome. well, the court didn't say that at all, but you go ahead and keep telling us that. His superpower is being honest. Hmm. I'm eat your it's weird then that he lied about what he said about Sandy Hook over and over and over again. Uh, even though it was recorded for everyone to hear that he did call it a hoax, it's strange can, that a superpower didn't kick in there. It is. His, uh, can his neighbors uh, file something there? I mean, that feels like I a threat. Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, think about it. Uh, we're in a global pandemic. There's a food shortage. And um, my neighbor just announced on international TV that he wants to, quote, eat my ass, in quote. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there's got to be something there as far as being Straight able to file a, po- a police report or something. Seriously. Wow. But uh, that is a good question, though, you asked, Pat. How, like, How do you, you size up? What right, are you looking what are you, for you looking in a for? human being? I know what to look for. You know, in a steak, you, you like marbling. Sure. Uh, if that's the case, you're looking at Jeffy. Right, you're looking. He's got a lot of marbling. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, <laughs> you really so, want something uh, a little younger? <laughs> yes, uh, thank you. Yes, younger. I would think bit, uh, you'd be tough and gristly. You, you don't want. Uh, you don't want it. <laughs> too, not too much marbling. Not too much marbling. <laughs> and uh, you want to be sure that there's uh, no drugs, right? Because the drugs oh, are going to affect. Oh the way yeah, some, right. You want it all natural. So you want an organic yeah. neighbor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want the organic ones, but a lot of those are get too thin. You want somebody that's a little, maybe just somebody that just started organic, so they still have a little, a so little hold flap on. on. So hold on a second. Hold on a second. This is the fact that like Stu Brugier, who works here, he's a vegetarian. Is he? So he's yeah. grain fed, right? Mm. So he's yeah. probably top of the chain as far as neighbors who's going to get eaten. Right? It'd be like that. It'd be like that beef that you find at the uh, at the upscale markets where it's been grass fed, yeah, and it's all natural, and there's no yeah. no hormones or any of that stuff in it. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna be a lot better. Yeah, so he might be good eating. <laughs> so if it comes to that, everybody know that Stuber Gear would be good eating. Yeah, go for him first. I would not bring him up on a chain. Uh, <laughs> and I want the globalists to know. I thought that I thought that first. this was. I thought crying was a superpower and because to feel what the children really well. are feeling. Yeah. God Almighty. I know. <laughs> First gear? Not yet. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Folks, we gotta we gotta get good people to stand up against these people. Probably shouldn't even have done this radio show today. Or any day. Because I have this disgusted cover <laughs> for how I just hate the globalists, but it's more than that. And I'm it hungry. Is. Yeah. And I, and I just get flippant and flippant angry, angry, but it's because deep down, that folks, I globalist. can see what they're doing. You can and I, I, it, we man. have a responsibility you can to it. stop these globalists. 
and I want to eat them. Where are the men in this country? <laughs> Where, Where are, are the, the men? men in this world? I want what a man. I need become? a man. We just offer our children up to, to the, the system with the system fluoride, with the, the fluoride. water, and the GMO hurting GMOs them. Hurting and them. we let fat perverts grab them perverts in the airport to train them for the pedophile, pedophile government. government. Golly, and we've just got such a sick society. <laughs> yeah, we do. Where people are sizing up their neighbors to decide whether or not they should eat them. <laughs> yeah, that's a sick society, my friend. You're sure right. Is. Uh, right? Super right. Power. Yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> I, I will. I'll eat your ass. I want the globalists to know I'm coming for you first. <laughs> I'll do it. Okay. All righty. So was that that must have been in the context of uh, the food shortage, the meat shortage, the yeah. beef shortage, which yeah, I but, haven't experienced yet in yeah. Texas, and I hope we don't. But Yeah, but remember, though, as Alex just told us, I got years of food and stuff, so he's ready. I mean, we don't have to worry. Your na- your neighbors are safe, uh, Alex, uh, for what next few years? Couple of years, yeah, a couple, yeah, couple yeah. years. But yeah. he's but he's 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 keeping an eye. And on yet you. he's still looking at you as food for some reason. What a freak! Ah, oh, it's so weird. That's so really? weird. I should le- uh, I should let everybody know I got rid of all my food a long time ago. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I used to have I used to have food. <laughs> Hold but on a second. I dropped it in the same place really? my, as my guns. Like yeah. where were you going yeah. in this boat where you had guns and food? I forget. Food? I think we were just gonna go fishing and just okay. relax out there in the but middle all of all of the... your food was with you. <laughs> yeah, like you yeah. plan you plan ahead, right? <laughs> I like do, it was gonna you, be a day on the lake. You never know when a storm's gonna come up and you'll be trapped out there. So. Uh, Wow. <laughs> trying to be prepared. I mean, you got burned for planning ahead. <laughs> really did. Yeah, That's it's too a shame. bad. That's so, a shame because there was a lot yeah. of food. Wait a minute. And now it's all gone. Does that mean that now you're eyeing your neighbors? No, I am not eyeing my okay. That means I'm going to starve to death okay. in the yeah. coming apocalypse. <laughs> this is Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred. 3393, and it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, yesterday, there was a story that broke about uh, the prison situation um, and the COVID-19 uh, pandemic that's sweeping the country. Apparently, 60% of prisoners in federal prison have COVID-19. Yeah. Which is why Attorney General Barr, uh, a month or two ago, said, okay, if they're low risk prisoners but high risk for you know they've got other health issues and they're not a real threat for violence let them go well they started that process and then stopped it pretty suddenly and uh so a friend of mine has a son-in-law who's in a federal prison and he is very high risk he's got several uh uh pre-existing conditions and the uh virus is sweeping through the prison he's in um so his wife is trying desperately she's written to uh me glenn senator mike lee trying desperately to get anybody to help in whatever the way they can so we're going to talk to his lawyer in about an hour about that well, situation nice. and and what can be done for him if anything uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at pat unleashed on twitter we got uh, petty officer america tweeting that doctor in New York starting to make sense. What time are we burning him at, at the stake? Yeah. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah, you can't make sense in this environment. What are you doing? Economic intercourse therapist? Oh. <laughs> okay. I wonder, did the Nancy Pelosi mask come from the Glenn Beck Ascot collection? It did look like that. <laughs> it did look like that. Uh, good stuff. DMXDM tweets, 
Wait until Alex Jones gets to last night's tacos. Mm. <laughs> okay, when he's eating people's. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah. Keep moving. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's something you have to take into consideration. Uh, Tyler's metaphoric <laughs> F. <laughs> if Alex Jones' superpower is being honest, then Jeffy's superpower is dieting. <laughs> you see what he did there, Wait. Jeffy? See that? I'm trying to figure that. <clears throat> yeah, are you? Are, yeah, it's, I don't understand. It's a tough one. We won't. We won't try to. We won't try to noodle that one out. Mm-hmm. We'll just let that one lay. I don't think you need to really. Yeah. So the NFL is weighing playing games on Saturday if college football doesn't resume in the fall. Now, <clears throat> has the NCAA said they're not resuming in the fall? I don't think they've no. even hinted at that. Yeah, but I think no, they have not. you're kind of stressing out about this. But I, I think you're looking at this wrong, Pat. I think the NFL is basically playing a game here with the NCAA and said, okay, look. We'll take your, sh- your slot. Yeah, we'll throw the gauntlet down. We'll say, look, you don't want to play on Saturdays? We will. So I, I think this might uh, I, I hope know, so. force the hand of the NCAA I, to say, let's go. Okay. Yeah, I hope so. Again, Great. don't put anybody in the stand. Let Play the games with empty stadiums. Just play the games. Show them on TV. That's all. That's a lot of money, though. <laughs> Holy cow. It is. That's a that's a it, huge amount of money that they lose. I mean, even, I don't know how they do that. It'd be even more money if they don't have the television revenue. I know, I know, I know. Just, I just, it's a, it's a unfathomable the amount of money so that we, these teams are going to lose. I don't know how they recover from it. If they if they do the no crowd thing, Nebraska doesn't forfeit their uh, home sellouts. No, you can't you can't count that. I don't think. Good. So it's so I'll keep going. Yes. Three hundred and seventy-five <clears throat> straight sellouts since nineteen sixty-two. I mean, that's, that's amazing. All, that's all we got left, y'all. <laughs> but it's a pretty. That's a yeah. pretty good stat. That is. That's a great stat. Oh, I wonder. Do you, <clears throat> I wonder if after the first, let's say they do that with you know one weekend, the uh, first opening weekend, no fans. Do the fans say, "Let us in." We want to watch these games. We'll mm. sit, you know, every other seat or whatever. Instead of 60,000, mm-hmm. let 30,000 in. I mean, I, I think that might happen as well. Uh, maybe. So, yeah, maybe. I mean, you're going to want to go, right? You're going to want to go see the team play. Yeah, I'm going to want to watch it from my living room. <laughs> <laughs> well, I Where I too. usually am. Uh, yeah, I do I, like no watching question. it at home. But well, Hold on. I love, you know, if you have an opportunity to go, it's fun. Yeah, it is. It's and, good. And, and, and yeah. certainly, it's a good environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. You watch those highlights, and you know there's ninety thousand people at that stadium. I don't know how long it takes to get back to those days. So, so here's a question for both of you, gentlemen. You guys have been throwing around the idea of going to the Missouri BYU game on October 10th. Mm-hmm. Gun uh, to your head right now. Would either of you go? Uh, are you planning on it right now? Not planning on it, but I'd go. Yeah, I'd oh. go. If, so, oh, so I'm I'd saying have, you would go. And I'm talking about COVID nineteen. Yeah, um, I'd go. Mm-hmm. Jeffy. Would I'd have go? to wear a mask. I'd have to wear a mask. Maybe a hazmat suit. I mean, just you getting out of the house would be a hazmat suit. <laughs> be a... That'd be fun. That'd be fun because I know it would be. Uh, really... I'd love yeah. to be sitting beside behind you in right? the stands in you know? a hazmat suit. Sure, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Hey, down in front in the hazmat suit. I can't see. <laughs> I might do it now just for the heck of it. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh huh. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Anyway, the NFL wants Saturdays if they don't. Yeah. Uh, the while the majority of the week's schedule would remain on Sundays, mm-hmm. along with 
primetime Monday and Thursday games. <laughs> I mean, they some, own the week anyway. Some standalone games could be reset for Saturday. So then you got Monday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Wow. What else do the, is the NFL going to take over? I guess right. Tuesdays. Uh, they have Tuesdays and Wednesdays they could still get. Yeah, I mean, your body's got to recover a little bit, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Uh, so I guess Amazon Prime is going to broadcast the Thursday night games on NFL uh, Thursday's lineup. Well, right now, they, they're they one of the options. But I believe in 2021, there are going to be exclusive games that are only on Amazon Prime. That are only on? Yeah, that just broke as well. Wow. So starting wow. the following season. Uh, and I don't know that it's going to be that many games. I think, be, I think it will be Saturday, ironically, toward mm. the end of the year. Uh, that those games will only be available through streaming, Amazon. That's pretty big. That's very big. Wonder what they paid that for that. A, that's a that's a that had to go at a hefty premium, yeah. to because there's a lot of people without Amazon Prime. Yep. So that's a big move from the NFL. I'm gonna find out how much. Huh? Yeah, a lot. I'm guessing a lot. Now, Bob yes. Bob Costas was discussing sports. Uh, with Anthony Anthony Fauci, or was he just talking about Fauci? He was just talking about Fauci, yeah. So they, they, they had him on and MSNBC or something talking sports, and are we going to get him back? And yeah. and do we have that? Yes, yeah. let's, just, let's, let's see that. Uh, Bob Costas. Bob, this is breaking the hearts of millions, Bob. and I include myself in that group. What do you think of Fauci's message? I mean, do you think the leagues are hearing this message? Well, I think that Dr. Fauci would be among the heartbroken because he is a very passionate and knowledgeable sports fan. I've heard him speak with particular detail about the baseball he grew up following in the 1950s in New York, the basketball he played in high school. He follows the NBA closely. So he's not dismissing this as something unimportant. He recognizes that it's an important business and that also millions upon millions of Americans would welcome it back. They're yearning for the diversion. They're yearning to follow their teams. Certainly I am. But Dr. Fauci, as usual, is saying something very reasonable and credible. <laughs> Unless and until there's comprehensive and credible testing, because you're going to have to frequently test the participants, not just the players, mm -hmm. but everyone surrounding it. Even if there aren't fans of the fans, there's support personnel. There's many more people than just the players involved. You're going to have to be able to test them frequently. You're going to have to be able to quarantine them. And this can only take place when widespread testing is available to, as the expression goes, everyone who needs it and wants it. Otherwise, it's going to be a public relations is that an disaster expression? if it's are jumping the queue here while Americans who are less favorably situated are still waiting. Yeah, we got it, Bob. That's a great point. I mean, and it is, especially Bob. how you That's lay it out, which is point. really, really spot on. Right. Is it wrong to think that it feels like an insurmountable? widespread the, enough and comprehensive enough who is to be she? able to let the sport the sports teams go on i mean oh, what is your gut face, telling yeah. you yeah, no. uh, telling you on this i don't moment? know but i love how cnn's got like the the, the virus going on in the background of all of their in-studio hosts now i think that's entirely <laughs> i'm seriously like, look, yeah. look right yeah. here now See? Oh, yeah. that's yeah. their background now at least says that it's possible, but at the same time, all right. I think, we, I think we've heard enough of uh, Bob and, yeah. <laughs> uh, and his Fauci speak. Yeah, but it's good. It's good to hear him, you know, anger us on something <clears throat> not gun related. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, everybody loves a Fauci. 
Everybody loves Boy, the Fauci. Everything he says me. is credible. Everything he says is gospel truth and credible and reasonable. wonderful and reasonable, <laughs> brilliant, genius. Uh, we, how could you not listen to this man? He's sexy. He's brilliant. He's uh, dead right every single time he opens his mouth. That raspy voice comes out. So, you know, you can't. You can't go against the Fauci. You can't. So, <laughs> thank you, Bob. Fauci. Thank you. Uh, what well, my sports man? I know. And what is it with these sports announcers? I mean, we was it, it was so many of them are saying, Kirk "Yeah, Kirk we, can't, we can't do it. We're, we're not doing it." Who else was it? Wasn't they're Chris walking Fowler, that safety it? line though, right? They want to walk yeah, that are. safety line. Yeah. We don't want to harm the fans and the players. No, they want a year off. For, yeah, they they want to so. they want to be able to sit at home and watch nothing but Netflix all day and get paid for it. There also is a rule, Democrats. And all the Democrats yeah. want this to keep going. Yep. And it's it's madness. Uh, well, I guess we want people to die um, because we want to get back to our lives and we want the economy to start rolling again. And we don't want people to lose their jobs because 30 million have in six weeks. And that's the thing, Bob Costas and Kirk Herbstreet. There are people sitting at home right now that aren't guaranteed salaries like you. If the sports season's canceled, I guarantee you your contract yeah. still pays you out. That's not the case for everybody. Come on, man. All right, let me take a minute and tell you about Freedom Financial. Uh, the anxiety and stress caused by debt, that's just it's just overwhelming. It makes you feel alone like there's no way out, especially now. Um, but there is a way out. You don't have to go through it alone. And Freedom Debt Solutions is here to help. Uh, I know that when, you know, credit card debt starts piling up and you're looking at your mortgage and thinking, how am I going to pay this? Uh, it, it really weighs on you. There is no one size fits all solution to getting out of debt. Freedom Debt Solutions has more than 400 debt experts standing by to recommend the right solution for your specific situation. So no matter which situation you qualify for, Freedom Debt Solutions could get you out of expensive credit card debt faster than you can do it on your own with low affordable monthly payment plans. Since 2002, Freedom Debt Solutions has served over 750,000 plus clients Settled over 2.7 million accounts and settled over $10 billion in debt. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt and you're struggling to make monthly payments, there is hope. Stop the stress and anxiety your debt is causing. Find out how you can talk to a Freedom Debt Solutions expert and get your free personalized debt consultation today. Go to freedomdebtsolutions.com slash unleashed. That's freedomdebtsolutions.com slash unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. Oh, no. Britney Spears burned down her gym. Ah, what? I know. Yeah, they're darn candles. <laughs> yep. Uh, so. Wait a minute. So, Jeffy, when you work out, do you... 
light candles and like scented ones around the room. No, but I'm not Britney Spears. I see. Right? I mean, Britney, this, and you can quote me on that. I, uh, yeah, I will. I will quote you. You are not Britney Spears. Not that, uh, but Same she quote. claimed that this was six months ago, right? I mean, not was that it? I follow, not that I follow Britney on Instagram or anything, but that's about mm-hmm. the time that when she started, uh, started everybody thinking that she had problems, right? She was started down, going downhill a little way a few months ago. So uh, if that kind of bodes into that. Right. I know that she said in her in her Instagram post, it was uh, I had a couple of candles burning and one thing led to another and I burned it down. Uh, oh, <laughs> OK. Thing, yeah. She said, hi, guys. I'm in my gym right now. Yeah. I haven't been in here for like six months because ah. I burned my gym down. Unfortunately, <laughs> I had two candles and yeah, one thing led to another and I burned it down. <laughs> OK. <laughs> Yeah. What? I mean, one thing led good... to another, and you burned it down. <laughs> what does one thing lead to another? What does that mean? Oh, when you have two candles, and then you know, it just right, right. Yeah, you start putting candles <laughs> yeah. around your home gym, and pretty soon, yeah. you know, and when one fire thing leads, leads to another, firefighters and... arrived, and they said, yeah. "Why does yeah. it smell like Gwyneth Paltrow around here?" Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Very weird. And and then you tell them, "Well, officer, I I had a couple of candles in my home gym, and one thing led to another." And the fire almost spread to my indoor swimming pool and basketball right. courts. And but I, did, so thank you for getting here in time. Phew, yeah, I mean, that was a close pretty, one. She has a pretty nice, you know, pretty nice place that she usually yeah, records. Yeah, I'm from, guessing she so. has a pretty nice place. Yeah. Okay, even, even with the, uh, you know, even with dad holding her money, uh, she does pretty well. No, so, he does. Come on. She's 38 okay. years old. He doesn't hold her money anymore, does she? Does yeah, that's he? the big fight. That's the big fight. He still has, uh, he's still got his fingers on a lot of that cash. Get it's, out of here. Yeah, her, uh, because she's, you know, not really, uh, she's had some issues. Yeah, I know that. But so, I thought uh, she was over that. I thought she got better. Well, one thing led to another. And and, pretty uh, soon she was out know. of her mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's still he's still in charge, Jeffy. You're that right. is crazy. Yeah. She's thirty-eight. Come on. A court I mean, that's her argument. A right? judge ruled. Yeah. Well, I'm with her on that. I'm with her. She should be in control of her own money. I don't care how nutty she is. She should be in control of her own money. It's hers. She's an adult. She's got She's children. Touring the world. She's been married. Wow, yeah. that's weird. Okay, that is just plain. That's just plain weird. Should we ask Cardinal Tobin about that? Because I don't think that's right. I don't think that's right at all. Did you consult an attorney? uh, I called up Cardinal Tobin. uh, Right, Cardinal Joe Tobin ah, in Newark. That's what we all do, right? We just we call up. So we're going to call up Cardinal Joe Tobin and ask him about this Britney Spears situation because I don't think it's right. And he might. His answer may be, "Well, Britney needs to call me." Uh, you know, that yeah, might be his it person, might. He but. might say, "Pat, it's none of your business." That's true. Have Brittany call that's me, true. and yeah, then that's... you know that, and that's fair. That's fair enough. <laughs> if that's if that's the way he wants to play it, I I just I'm looking out for her best interest right now. That's so nice of you. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah. Just two muck and fudge uh, tweets. When will Doctor Fauci leave his post to sell facial cream? Yes. Goodbye. You know what? I hope very very soon because it would be. <laughs> That would be a bright day for all of us. Please, Dr. Fauci. There's so much money to be made in the facial cream industry. Mm -hmm. You have no idea. Mm -hmm. Call Cardinal Joe Tobin. Ask him about it. He'll tell you. No, just do it. Because uh, 
uh, Joanna Gaines called Cardinal Joe mm. Tobin and, and asked him, and he said, yeah, get into the facial cream business, and that's when she left her show and did went to Did Dr. Phil's wife cream. call <laughs> Cardinal Tobin as yes. well? Yes, she did. That really made Dr. Yeah. Phil mad, I hear. I, it did. Yeah. It strained their marriage for a while, but mm. they got through it, fortunately. <laughs> Thanks to Cardinal Joe Tobin, of course. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Good morning, Americans. It's Friday. Got some tweets here to get us started uh, at Pat Unleashed. Man bear tweets. Uh, that's why Alex Jones can't find the men. He's eating them all. <laughs> Makes sense? <laughs> yep. Makes sense. Where are the men in my belly? <clears throat> uh, General Wuhan's Corona Pow Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I can honestly say I have never, no matter how angry I was, ever told anyone, I will eat your ass. <coughs> yeah. Okay, me neither. I don't think me. I don't think I have ever done that either. Um, pandemic giblets. <laughs> when it comes to cannibalism, Jeffy's marbleizing will not overcome his lack of movement to make him more like veal. Oh, sorry, dude. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, B. DeBodine tweets, I don't know about football, but NASCAR is fixing to kick off with a vengeance in a couple of weeks with four cup races in 11 days. Gentlemen, start your engine. Yeah. Wow. Not that excited about it, but good. I'm glad somebody is. Green shoots, Pat. Uh-huh. Yes. Winston Smith, UFC will be holding three events in Jacksonville in May. No audience, but we're beginning to get back to sports. Uh, and uh, Sir Nasty. Shouldn't Costas be talking to Cardinal Joe Tobin about this? Fauci has no real power, only what Tobin allows him to have. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you have to know the hierarchy of power in this country. You have to. Um, Joplin Steve tweets, so close. I know it's not Cardinal Tobin, but will you accept advice from Bishop Tobin? Oh. Uh, no. What, no? Well, maybe. I don't know. Because oh, oh, Bishop wait, Tobin. He tweeted out. Bishop Tobin tweeted Bishop out. Bishop Thomas Tobin <laughs> did, in fact, tweet out. Now, this isn't Cardinal Tobin. Don't yeah. don't get carried. Let's not make that mistake here. This is Bishop Thomas Tobin. Yeah. Reopening the economy isn't just about making money. It's also about avoiding unemployment, poverty, hunger, depression, domestic violence, and the dissolution of family life. A healthy economy is a social justice issue. Mm. A human life issue. I think we are going to listen to Bishop Thomas Tobin. I now. think we are, yeah. <laughs> I like it. So let's uh, let's check on what he has to say on a regular basis. <laughs> uh, also, Pat Sajak is... Uh, he's, I don't know if people are aware, but Sajak is a pretty funny guy. He's, fu- yes, he's a he funny is. guy. Funny and yes, conservative. Yeah. A, a funny, conservative, smart. You know, he does more than spin a wheel. And uh, ask content- contestants if they want to buy a vowel. Uh, said, please don't forget about us. He pleaded as the coronavirus shutdown of the U.S. continued to force entertainment personalities to experience uh, life like regular people. In a, in a post poking fun at inflated, inflated celebrity egos and entertainers dealing with the shutdown, Sajak tweeted, adopt a celebrity and urged... Please don't forget about us. I hope you understand how difficult this situation is for celebrities. Instead of being pampered and flattered by everyone, we are forced to sit in our homes just like regular people. Oh. 
That's unconscionable. Please don't yeah. forget yeah. about Please us. Please don't forget about us. Any kind words of support would be appreciated. <laughs> adopt a celebrity. Hashtag adopt a celebrity. That's really funny. funny. Yeah. <laughs> On Friday, he mused about having to wear a face mask in public, and that was preventing fans from recognizing him. <laughs> he said, no one was recognizing me when I went out wearing a face mask. Had to resort to carrying an 8x10 glossy of myself. <laughs> So Liberty Hood can be challenging. I'd say, Jack, is it's so great. It's really funny. <laughs> On Thursday, he feigned surprise that his job as a television game host isn't considered an essential service. <laughs> Surprised to learn that selling vowels is not an essential job. Huh. <laughs> Those are all really funny. He's great. That's good stuff. I love Pat Sajak. Yeah, he's, he's, he's really funny. <laughs> Uh, also from uh, Yanzer Phoenix, he oh, asks, yeah. how green is this lettuce? How green is it? And then right under the barcode, it tells us, lettuce green as F. AF. Lettuce green, green AF. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. It can't be what that means, right? What? It, it can't stand what for What else could it possibly mean? I don't. I don't know. That's exactly um, what it means. American food. Lettuce green. American food. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no. You keep, tell, you keep telling yourself. Uh, okay, you. I will. I will. Thank you. <laughs> also from Racco, just received this in an email from my credit union. Kind of ironic. I must wear a mask inside a bank. Hope they don't mistake me for a robber. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Right? Oh. Effective May 1st. Per state of Illinois guidance, no no shoes, no shirt, no mask, no service. Wow. Mm. I haven't seen the no shirt, no shoes, no service sign for a long time. Those do not exist anymore. I don't think they do. And as another padhead pointed out, and Jeffy, take note, um, it didn't say you had to wear pants. Oh, correct. correct. Right, yeah. I'm just saying, it's a good point. Which is probably, you're probably not wearing pants right now. Am I right, Jeffy? Jeffy? Correct. Do you want me to Correct. move the camera? No, we don't. No, need, no, no, no we're just, you know, we want to keep no, it to words curious. only. Just curious. Yeah. You just sit back and hold the camera. Hold on. No, no, no. No, that's all right. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Fine, whatever. You know, you're talking about the mask uh, in <laughs> Illinois as of uh, the, today, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, did you see where their, their governor was, you know, he was asked about his wife traveling to their Florida estate. And he just, he found his, at a press conference, and I, frankly, I find the question reprehensible. What? Uh, anyway, it's just another, another great governor from Illinois, a Democratic governor, is just absolutely agonizing. What is reprehensible about asking because, about because, his hypocrisy? Know, because you're asking about his family, and uh, his family My is, gosh. about his family. But Pat uh, during this time. is amazing. It's, it's He's incredible. a Democrat, yeah. doesn't have to answer that question? That's correct. Uh, yeah, that's, that's correct. correct. Can you imagine? No one else can travel, uh, you know, essential travel only, but don't be asking me about my wife going to, to our Florida home, okay? Don't do it. It's Reprehend. <laughs> and they get away with it. That's the incredible sure thing. They, they get sure away do. with it. Try that on for size if it's Greg Abbott, a Republican in Texas, or, <laughs> you know, uh, Ted Cruz, a U.S. senator from Texas. Right. If his wife was traveling to Florida uh, under these circumstances, you think he'd get away with that's a re- reprehensible question. Not a chance. No, they'd be talking about it at the top of every hour on CNN every, and MSNBC. Uh, yeah, it's agonizing. 
Rolling Stones hit number one on uh, iTunes for the first time ever. Did you see that? Uh, yeah, you read about You see it from the paper today? <laughs> Seriously, though? <laughs> they haven't had a number yeah, one hit. Yeah, their, their new song that they released, yeah. They haven't had a number one hit since Start Me Up in 1981. Wow. Wow, indeed. Uh, 1981. Wow, I was playing uh, Start Me Up. On KQDI in Great Falls, Montana, wow. as a 21-year-old just up and coming in the radio world, and now the Rolling Stones, all of these years, almost 40 years later, uh, they uh, hit the charts again at number one. Is the song any good? Do we know what's the name? Um, of have it? you, it's called Ghost Town. Ghost Town. Yeah. Uh, they've had scattershot singles since then, but they've never had a chart topper. They've never had a number one hit on iTunes, which is, you know, relatively new. When did iTunes start? 2000, 2005, somewhere in there, 2010. I don't know. When did iTunes start? Wouldn't have been 2000, right? It would have been, it had to have been after. Well, uh, it, it after. kind of, they kind of developed it around the time that Napster was Really rolling. Oh, right. there you go. Yeah, so maybe, yeah, maybe you know, early 2000s, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it started April 28th, 2003. 2003. Okay. Ah, there you go. Uh, but the uh, nearly 60-year-old best rock and roll band in the world is number one with Living in a Ghost Town. The single was dropped uh, with great acclaim. Uh song was written by Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. Couldn't be more timely, but they wrote it, I guess, about a year ago. It sounds like it was written for today because it's talking about the ghost town. And then when you see the video, it shows all the empty cities oh, wow. all across yeah. the country. And uh, he, he said in an interview that it wasn't written about today. He went he back. Did, they yeah. went back and he, they went back and changed it. You know, he rewrote some of it, so it was more uh, more for today. That's that's like the Strokes' new album just came out a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and I and I tried. Which to everybody s- is talking about. Shut up. Everybody is. You can yeah. zip it right now. The, the name of the album is "The New Abnormal," and I went to look to see did they just come up with this title recently? And apparently not. But uh, again, it just kind of fits nicely uh, mm-hmm. with what we're facing. Hmm. Okay. So the Strokes have a new album out too. If you're seriously, we're gonna fight about this because Martin no. introduced me to this yesterday. This album, I didn't know it was out there. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't stop listening to it yesterday. We're, seriously, we're gonna do this. You, you're gonna listen. Uh, doing it. I you're mean, gonna listen to the album. Then you're gonna come right back now. on here, mm-hmm. and you're gonna go. Oh, man, that was a great album. It's really good. I'm sure I will. I'm Boy, sure I will. Be something. There's no doubt in my mind. I can't wait. I'm gonna give you about 24 <laughs> hours to check it out, and then it's gonna be amazing when you and your account tweet a link to the full album, talking about how awesome it is. I'm pretty sure that'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think in that uh, in that interview uh, that McCartney gave. Uh, he mentioned that uh, not only were the Beatles a better band than uh, the Stones, he talked about the Strokes' new album. <laughs> so, I mean, wait, did McCartney have an interview where he said they were better than the Stones? Yeah, yeah, he started. They, they I was, mean, that's was, true, and I think almost everybody would agree with that, right? I would. I mean, yeah, I mean, Jagger kind of. Agreed oh, that's with a pat pole right, right now. He was Jagger he, agreed Jagger, with it. Yeah, he said. Uh, oh. Think, Quote was uh, oh gosh darn, I can't remember what he said in the interview, but he he kind of you know was uh, it was a political answer of there's no argument or something like that. I can't remember what he said in the interview that he gave, but it was uh, uh, oh there's obviously no competition. That's what it was. It's obvious there's obviously no competition. 
So, you know, he mm. kind of agrees with it, too. So how do you want me to word this Pat poll? Which is your favorite of the two? Which is the more talented? How do you want me to word this? Which is the best rock band of all time? Which is the best rock band of these two? Of all time. What was funny? Thank you. What was funny about uh, the uh-huh. Jagger? You know, <laughs> he said there's obviously no competition, but then he went on to say that uh, you know uh, we're we're one of the great uh, touring bands of all time, and you know the Beatles they don't even exist. That's true. That's true. And for right. a long time, they haven't existed. Right. For they haven't, 50 we, years, they haven't existed. We started existed. touring. Right. We started touring, you know, 69 and 70, you know, the big the big concert tours, and uh, they were no more. Well, there's so, something to be said for the longevity of the Stones, that's for sure. Yeah, no doubt. How about I do, uh, which is the best band of all time, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, or someone else? Mm-hmm. You want to yeah, see like what? Boston. Uh, well, obviously. then you would vote for someone else. <laughs> right. The Strokes. The Strokes. I just said the album's really good, man. Everybody knows the Con Ls are the greatest band of all time, Jeffy. That's where I was about to go. Dang it. (laughs) Definitely the most underrated band of all time, the Con Ls. Oh, no question. There's no doubt in anyone's mind on that, Keith. No doubt. I hate you both. (laughs) All right. Uh, 888-933-93. Texas Texas oil fields are being purchased by someone right now to the tune of $1.3 billion um, by China, by a Chinese investment firm, shelling out $1.3 billion to buy giant oil fields in Texas. Wow. Why would we allow this? We can't, right? Bad news. Why would you allow it? That is... And and apparently, you know, the federal (laughs) government signed off on this. They're acquiring oil assets in the Western Texas Permian Basin that were currently owned by Tall City Exploration and Plymouth Petroleum. The deal is part of a larger transaction uh, between the between Yantai yeah. Jinchao you know and a second Chinese firm. Oh, good, good. There, so there's two Chinese firms involved in this. <clears throat> the purchase includes oil fields in the states uh, Howard and Borden counties, which has already been approved. By the U.S. Committee on Foreign Investment. That is insanity. (laughs) That is absolutely insane. So they they manufacture all of our goods. They manufacture our medicine. Mm -hmm. Now they're owning oil fields. They infect in Texas with viruses. Mm -hmm. They steal all of our secrets. By having spies in corporations all over America. Uh, what else can we do for them? Is there anything else we can do? Sure. I mean, wasn't there a big story a few years ago where they were buying up all the golf courses? I mean, they're just buying up all the property in the U.S. We need That needs to be looked into, too. I mean, think about think of all the land that you own if you're buying up all the golf courses, mm. uh, you know, or, or many golf courses in the U.S. Why that's, are, we, uh, that's why are we committing national suicide? That's what I want to know. Why? Wow. For the money. And, Just and, the greed, right? I guess. How can this be? This doesn't fall under the national security um, issue there. Because this is the same administration that approved this was um, telling us that we need to put tariffs on steel because it's a national security issue. Yeah. But oil isn't? But, yeah. Ener- what? Oil and energy sector? That's not? That's amazing. 888 More Pack Gray Unleashed coming up. <laughs>
Unleashed. Out. How about Brazil's president? This guy just doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't care what anybody thinks of him, what they're saying about him, whether or not they like him. Uh, he was told at a little press conference that more than 5,000 Brazilians have lost their lives due to the coronavirus. That's more than, uh, even more than people than in China. His response, so what? I'm sorry. What do you want me to do about it? <laughs> Wait, what? If Jeffy Jeez. were a leader. That's, it's, yes, it's Jair Bolsonaro. That's, that's Jeffy. That's, he is so. the Jeffy of world leaders. So? So? What do you want me to do about it? I didn't infect him. <laughs> well, okay, now you're stretching it. I didn't infect them all. <laughs> wow. You imagine if, if uh, President Trump handled things, and he, he's about as close as anybody in the world to handling it like that, but right. not even he does that. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, by the way, we just did the quick poll. Uh, Keith threw it up there. You can still vote. Yeah, we're going to run this through Sunday night around uh, 8 o'clock Eastern. At Pat Unleashed on Twitter, uh, which is the best band of all time? The Beatles, 16.7%. Actually, no, they're up to 22% now. So the oh. Beatles are 22%. Okay. Right? Uh, Stones are where? 10%. Still at 10. Rolling Stones. And someone else. Uh, now we're up to 60, 68%, say someone else. 68%. Okay. And I mean, obviously... <clears throat> When, when they're clicking that option, they're thinking Boston. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Or Foreigner. Boston, Foreigner, somebody Yeah, like. right. Sure, right. yeah. The Babies, maybe. Jeffy, who's your favorite band of all time? <laughs> Honest mm-hmm. question. Who is your favorite band of all I, time, <clears throat> Jeff Fisher? I, I don't know. I really? really don't. I couldn't answer that question. I don't know. What? Uh, what do you mean, I, I don't love... know? Time out. No, man, I don't I've know. seen your record collection. And I've seen your hernia, too. No, I've seen your record. You, you are a music guy. I am, but I don't. I don't necessarily have a favorite. I really don't. Wow, it was good talk. Uh, good talk. I mean, the Carpenters, maybe. Carpenters. I, you know, if I had, if, if you got a gun to my head, Carpenters. A gun to your head. Gun to my the head. Carpenters. Somebody's going to pull the trigger. I promise you. If you, if that's the band you say, they're pulling the trigger and killing you dead. <laughs> The carpenters. I don't have enough paper balls to throw at the camera, man. <laughs> the carpenters, probably. Gun to my head, the carpenters. Karen Carpenter solo. Maybe bread, David Gates and bread. I don't know. One of those. I love the babies. I love the babies. I, love the babies. I yeah. do. They're, uh, John Waite. John Waite was great. One of the great rock vocalists of all time yeah. for my money. Ever. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, a shock poll: young people are far more likely than older voters to support a bailout for the oil industry. Oh, that is a shock poll. Oh, young people are far more likely than older voters to support a bailout for the oil industry, according to a new Just the News Daily poll with Scott Rasmussen. Their support comes even as many young people have rallied against oil projects like the Keystone Pipeline and called for divestment away from fossil fuel industry. Uh, that's really weird. That is really... Young people just don't... They, they don't know what they're talking about, you know, for 
in for the most part. Well, yeah, <laughs> for the most part, it's not only a government bailout of a big industry, right? But it's one that they've been brainwashed they to hate. think is evil. Yes, yeah. right, exactly. Very yeah. strange. By the way, how how much are you paying for oil? For I mean, for gas uh, in the last few days? Because across the street here from the studio in Irving, there's a Seven Eleven, and uh, I just paid a dollar. Whatever you say, it's going to be higher than the rest of the area yeah, we for, frequent. For regular gas, it was a dollar seventeen a gallon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. That's no. down there. No, I'm sorry. It was a dollar thirty nine a gallon yeah, for okay. regular. Dollar thirty nine. Cheapest I've seen is a buck twelve. And is it still around there, or has it shot back up a little bit? Well, let's see. Um, since I have to refill my truck every, I don't know. Two and a half days. I'll let you know in about uh, a few hours from now what, okay. what the price is. Yeah, hmm. but it was a few days. I'm uh, Monday, Tuesday-ish. I don't know. Yeah, a dollar twelve. Twelve. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's incredible. Jeffy, remember where yeah. Elvis got uh, that had that run-in with uh, everybody's favorite cop? That intersection. <laughs> yes. That's where yes. it's a buck twelve. So that's it's a really oh yeah, good there price. you go. It's in that's your a, it's yeah, in yeah, your really, neck of the woods, you know. Yeah, it's in my neck of the woods. But last time that uh, when uh, Amber sent me a picture of that particular place was one nineteen. That was you know a week and a half ago or something uh-huh. like that. Yeah. So that's, that's amazing. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. And it's it's nice when you go and you fill up your tank for you know a reasonable price. <laughs> now it it, it reminded but, me. Yeah, it's not. Uh, but Houston, it's bad. But it, Texas. Yeah. But. but it's not good for our economy. It reminded me one time I filled ah, up China's my got us covered. I, I filled up my tank for exactly ten dollars. This is a this is so weird. Ten dollars on the nose back in nineteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. And I was walking in to pay for it. Remember before you had to pay at the pump? Yep. Someone had dropped a scratch off lottery ticket there at the door, and it was worth ten bucks. I was like, <laughs> This is perfect. <laughs> put it on the counter. I was like, yeah, 10 you bucks. You stole the lottery yeah. ticket? Yeah, I stole it. That's right. And so I put it, I was like, I just put it on pump one, please, because uh, I just uh, filled up. It was perfect. It, it could not have worked out more beautifully. But anyhow, so that, that took me back because. Uh, was it a $10 tank? So was it a buck a gallon? Mm. Is that about what it was? I don't know, whatever it was. Because it was like the late the, 90s, yeah. I think, the last time that we had price wars that brought us a dollar yeah. a gallon and or I, less. And I remember, pay, yeah. Yeah, I remember paying mm-hmm. 59 cents a gallon in metro Atlanta, Georgia, in February of 1999. Well, 59 cents? Yep. Yeah. yeah in, the, in the 2000s, right, it went up. I remember when it went up over, uh, you know, up over a dollar because we had a big, I was working, you know, at 970 in Tampa and uh, WFLA and we had a big morning show deal where we had everybody pay, you know, 97 cents a gallon. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was a big deal. I mean, people were lining up for it, right? Hey, that corresponded with your frequency. That's kind of cool. Yes, it Uh, did. I know that's why (laughs) we did it. Is that why (laughs) you did it? What an amazing surprise. (laughs) I mean, these prices are amusing, but they're dangerous. Very dangerous for the economy. Yeah. It's nice when you're at the gas pump. And you say, "Wow, I filled up for thirty-five dollars." Yeah. And then you drive away, and you think, "Oh, okay, this well, it's not good. It's not good for Texas, though. More. It's not good for Houston. <laughs> it's not good for the economy." No. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Pat Gray. 
Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We're being uh, joined this morning by uh, Attorney Russ Skousen. Uh, Russ, welcome to the Blaze. Hi, thanks for coming on. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Um, l- listen, I heard about uh, um, a client of yours, somebody who's who's been a client of yours in the past, um, for my good friend Glenn Kimber, whose son-in-law Rick is in a federal prison now. And um, we could talk about, I guess, whether he should be in that prison or not. Um, he's he was charged with some sort of uh, fraud. Is that is that correct, Russ? Uh, no, it was a, a yeah yes. It was a white collar uh, criminal conviction. He's in the uh, appellate process, and that's ongoing. You know, uh, we believe that he's innocent, wrongly convicted. I mean, uh, you hear about the things that uh, <clears throat> General Flynn underwent. It doesn't happen just in Washington. These mm-hmm. sorts of prosecutorial abuses happen all over. But th- putting that aside, he's in a literal hellhole there at Terminal Island in Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, what's interesting, what, what is, what's terrible is there are nearly 600 infected inmates in that population. That is one-third of all of the infected inmates nationwide in the federal prison system are at terminal island wow that is crazy and we just heard we just heard yesterday that 60 percent of federal inmates are infected with covid19 yeah it's crazy yeah so so uh, general attorney general barr did a great thing by by having uh the bureau of prisons uh get these at-risk individuals out of the prison system. Mm-hmm. However, the Bureau of Prisons is not responding. They're like a deer in the headlights, except the consequences for not following AG Barr's directive are death for many of these inmates. Yeah, that's the thing. He's, he's got uh, several underlying health conditions, right? Right, right. Uh, so what, what happened is uh, Attorney General Barr <laughs> said, hey, inmates who are at risk need to contact the warden at terminal island the guards were told not to take requests from the prisoners uh to be taken to the warden so mm. uh my my friend's appellate attorney wrote a very detailed letter to the warden with his medical records with a statement from rick's doctor uh and the warden is supposed to respond in a few short days and take immediate action. None of that has happened. And in fact, and, and it, this is not unique just to uh, my client in the prison. It's, it, it seems to be universal at Terminal Island. I mean, they've, the operation at Terminal Island has been criticized by Senator Harris, by the, the congresswoman representing the area. But uh, the media... Uh, and the public just can't walk into the prison and see for themselves what's going on. As you know, by its very nature, mm-hmm. uh, prisons are not open to the view of the public. They would be quite shocked to see what's going on. So, in fact, my friend, oh, go ahead. How many, how many inmates are at Terminal, Terminal Island? Aren't there something like a thousand of them? And, and you said 600 are infected now with the virus? Right. So that's nearly 60% Jeez. of all inmates. When a few a few weeks ago it was two, now it's almost six hundred. They're not doing something right. 
And do you know if if Rick is one of those who's infected, or is he still not infected yet? No idea. No, no idea. idea. Uh, families and mm. attorneys try to call into Terminal Island. They pick up the phone and hang it up. There's no nothing going in or out. Uh, the uh, what's interesting is is uh, my friend was able to get to a phone yesterday to call his wife. And if you know how things go on in prisons, I mean, he was risking reprisal by getting to a phone and he just, he pled with his wife to get him out of there. He says, you don't know what's going on here. It's much worse than people are being told. But by the time the dust settles, people will be dead. Wow. So what can people do in order to help? Because... According to Attorney General Barr, they these high-risk uh, inmates were supposed to be released, right? The ones who were not a danger, were not violent, they were white-collar criminals. Um, they were supposed to be, and if they had, especially if they had underlying health conditions, uh, because they didn't want these guys to have a death sentence in the prison when it starts spreading through like it is right now, uh, they were supposed to be released. And yeah. so how does that, how, how do we help? What can, what can be done here? I think people just need to, uh, express their, their disgust with the handling of this by the Bureau of Prisons. The, uh, Attorney General Barr obviously is, is well-intended, but it's not, it's not being, uh, it's not getting to the ground level. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think Attorney General Barr really needs to step in. Now he recently changed his order to say people who have only who have are now only eligible if they've served fifty percent of their time. But oh, there are people wow. who are dying. There are people who are dying who have served less than than that. I, by by putting inmates on home release, it doesn't mean they have to stay there their whole time. Get them out for a year until things have settled and they've got a better process in place and then put them back in. I mean, if that's what needs to happen. But this is this is a time for action, mm-hmm. not, you know, pondering the possibilities. But, I mean, action needs to be taken now. And it may need that uh, senators need to get involved and, and – uh, uh, other elected officials and uh, action needs to be taken. I think Attorney General Barr needs to step in and make sure things happen. I mean, it's not, uh, this can't take weeks and months, it's days. I mean, in three weeks, from two to 600. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, Russ, we appreciate it. I, you know, well, uh, um, I understand that Mike Lee has been made aware of this. Would, would it would yeah. it be helpful to give him a call and maybe light a fire under his seat or? Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, <clears throat> I, I know Mike Lee is is very uh, engaged in criminal justice reform, and I think this is something that he has a real concern about. And his office has been uh, very helpful and responsive and. It may take more than Senator Lee. It may take, you know, the Senate Judiciary Committee as a whole and others in Congress to to do something to get these guys off their proverbial butts. I mean, Terminal Island is the name of the place. It should not be a mission statement. Yeah, that's that's for sure. And it's, you know, this is a hard thing because, you know, a lot of people, it's hard to 
to get them to have sympathy for the people who are in prisons because they think, well, exactly. they they belong there. They shouldn't be there in the first place. Uh, but they certainly don't deserve a death sentence. So. Right. Incarceration <clears throat> is bad enough. Being cut off from your families is bad enough. Mm-hmm. You should not have to undergo inhuman treatment while you're there and yeah. be exposed to the real possibility of death. One thing, hmm. Terminal Island is for inmates who are more sick or more at risk of sickness than other inmates. So that's another problem that that Terminal Island has. Wow. Uh, all right. Appreciate the information. Um, good luck, and uh, we'll we'll keep in touch. Thank you, Pat. Thanks a lot, Russ. Appreciate it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, it's it's a really tough thing because again, sure is. you're like, well, okay, they're they're in prison, they're prisoners, you know, and we, we hear they, they shouldn't have committed the crime. You're doing the time right. now, right? And we hear stories about them getting, you know, <clears throat> we prisoners being let out and then committing other crimes. Uh, that's almost the thing. Yeah, that's and, the you know, thing. And are we gonna are we really gonna tell someone uh, you you get to go home for a while and then we're gonna put you back in? I mean, wow, that. Yeah, that hurts. Uh, it, yes, that hurts. it does. And uh, the whole, during this whole interview, I didn't hear anyone say they tried to get a hold of Cardinal Joe Tobin. So I'm not oh. sure <laughs> if uh, if he's been alerted to this problem or not. But uh, uh, that's perhaps, a good question. We'll find we'll, out. No. We will find out. Uh, <laughs> all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um, so apparently, Joe Biden uh, has made. Announcement. He's made a statement about uh, Jeffy. Do you have well, that in front of you? Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's been on MSNBC uh, on Surprise. the morning cup of goo or whatever the name of that show, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, he's been uh, you know they've kind of been trying to pretend to put him on the hot spot, but he has you know his records at the University of Delaware were all his Senate records that he gave to them, and remember he was supposed to release them at the end of last year. And then they said, oh, you know what? No, he's still running for president. He's still in public life. We're not going to release those records. Well, it was reported that his people went and started digging through all his records once this Tara Reid surfaced. And so now he's defending his uh, records uh, being uh, sealed at the University of Delaware. He said that, uh, well, yes, uh, they could be taken out of context and they could be fodder in the campaign. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, they could, uh, Mr. Biden. Yes, well, they what could. What is he afraid of? I don't know. I don't know what, but him saying huh. it that way sure makes it look like we need to see those records. <laughs> yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Makes him sound pretty tasty. Makes it yes, sound like it there's does. a lot of fun there to be had. I know. <laughs> Doesn't it? I, I I, that sounds I, like a whole week of shows right there. It sounds, it sounds more than fodder. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah. He's also denied, I believe he is now personally denied uh, sexually harassing Tara Reid. Yeah. yeah, I think, they, and I think that came please, from this. Uh, to our viewers, please excuse the graphic nature of this, but I want to make sure that there mm-hmm. is no question as to what we're talking about. Okay. She says in 1993, Mr. Vice President, that you pinned her against the wall mm-hmm. and reached under her clothing and penetrated her with your fingers. Would you please go on the record with the American people? Did you sexually assault Tara Reid? No, it is not true. I'm saying unequivocally, it never, never happened. And it What's he going to say? It never happened. Right, right. 
positive. What's he going to say? Did you do that? To, did you sexually <laughs> assault Tara Reid? <sighs> yes. Okay, yeah. you got me. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. She was looking really great that day, and I was, uh, you know, feeling like a douchebag. And so, yeah, I pinned her up against the wall and did all the things she said, and a couple of more things that she forgot. Uh, oh. But they were memorable <laughs> to me. So, I, yeah. I told her to shut her face yeah, and be quiet. I, and I did I keep it. it down. <laughs> But, but what are you going to say? Of course he's going to deny it. But I appreciate Mika asking because nobody is asking that question. Right. And so it took a long time. Right. But thank you for finally doing it, Mika. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was. And the answer is up to him. However he wants to answer it, fine. Yeah. And but... of course he's, gonna, he's going to say yeah. no. He's going to say no. I Have you ever heard anybody come clean and say, yep, yeah, I did. Ah, crap. I was hoping you were going to ask me that question. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you got me. Thank you for the you opportunity. Yeah, appreciate um, it. <laughs> I've been living a lie. Uh, Jill's in here. Jill, come here. I want you to hear me uh, admit to this. Because um, we fact, were married at the time. Yeah, I'm going to kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> Let me show you what I did to her. Yeah. I'm going to demonstrate here on Jill. Uh, you it know. wasn't that bad at all. <laughs> <laughs> How much time's left in the show? What's <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh good golly so bad. <laughs> it's just ridiculous hey let's it's talk sassanite shall we uh <laughs> <laughs> no no i think we i think we continue with this because it's uh you know if someone it's had said father, <laughs> if someone had father. said early in the show that it's <laughs> we're gonna have something a little crazier to discuss later than Eating your neighbor's ass. You know, I, would, <laughs> I would not have taken yeah. that bet. Yeah, I know. Me neither. But here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Frivolous Friday, everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, well, to me, I will say this. To me, Tara Reid is a pretty credible absolutely, victim yes. of sexual assault. Uh, she's credible. She, she has had her story confirmed by multiple people including very recently a neighbor of hers from back in 93 who said, yeah, uh, you know, uh, despite the fact that I'm a hardcore de- Democrat, she did tell me that. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to vote for Joe Biden anyway. <laughs> but yeah, she did well, tell me that Biden did that to her. Joe Biden is Joe Biden. And uh, we have to, you know, we have to, that's the way it is. We have to believe him. And, uh, okay. and I'll Thanks. tell you another thing. The, the Brett Kavanaugh stuff, they had not one ounce of right. evidence against him not an ounce nobody who corroborated the story nobody who under who remembered it happening who heard of it happening nobody who had anything to do with it ever backed up the story and now with biden saying you know unequivocally no it didn't happen i mean that's just terror and terror you're a liar right Tara's yeah now just a liar after telling just us four years ago telling us four years ago that these women deserve to be believed right huh well, okay, I guess I guess it's different now, right? It's not, well, I mean, he'll say, right, she's not a liar. Well, no, that's just her truth. Don't and, don't don't even start with me on the her truth, your <laughs> truth, my is. truth, his truth stuff. I can't. That's what it is, man. No, there's only truth. Okay, no, there's, well, not, no. there's yeah, not there's various truths. Truth. Nope, there's not my truth or your truth. There's only truth. It's the there's truth. Always. Or it happened or it didn't. <laughs> there's no. It, there's no perceiving it differently here. You it know, either happened or it didn't. One thing led to another. Just, no. <laughs> and and, and right. Dylan just makes the point uh, off air here. 
you know, like with Trump, he talked a, a big game about grabbing women in certain places, right? And he had yeah. the audio and all this stuff. And the Democrats were fit to be tied. Like, oh my gosh, you're going to elect this guy? Right. All right, well, now we have a credible accusation of your candidate actually doing that. Right. So, balls right. in your court, Democrats. Good luck. They're such despicable despicable people for the most uh, These, you know, the leadership. In the Democrat Party, the Nancy Pelosi's and the Joe Biden's and and uh, uh, the Ilan Omar's and AOC's, they don't they don't actually care about anybody. They're just flat out hypocrites who will tell you one thing when it when it suits their agenda, and then when it doesn't suit their agenda, it's the complete opposite of what they just said. So uh, we're never going to get the truth or or anything close to it from the, any of them. It's despicable. Mm. Sure is. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, by the way, did you see Elon Musk said free America now? Yeah. Elon Musk. Thank yeah, you. He's Elon. all on. But I I think that has more to do with uh, like I I believe I believe him and he even talked about it on his earnings call uh, with the with the stockholders and stuff. He was all wound up there, mm-hmm. but. I think it had something to do. We covered this on uh, Chewing the Fat, by the way, which is a podcast you should subscribe to. Uh, they, uh, I, he was told by NASA, he, one of his rockets, the first manned uh, rocket in years now, is going off at the supposed to go off at the end of this month. Uh, and he, NASA told him, "Hey, you know, with all the with all the coronavirus and everything going on, why don't you and your people just stay, you know, just stay home? You don't need to come down here and watch the launch." And I think he, that that just ticked him off. Mm. That ticked him off. So I think he, I think this mm. has more to do with uh, free America. We need to go where we want to go. I, they're telling me I can't come to this. No, that I, I won't stand. Right. Well, and he lauded Texas for opening up. He said Texas restaurants, retailers, and other businesses opening Friday. Here's the rules they have to follow, and he mentioned them. And he said, "Bravo to Texas, and everybody else should be doing the same thing." Um, it's nice that a few people, a prominent people are starting to say now, you know, you that got is, Elon Musk, true. you got this ER doctor, the head ER doctor in New York city. You got these two guys in Los Angeles, these doctors who have treated yeah. over 5,200 COVID patients. And they're all saying the same thing. Hey, we need to get back to business as usual, as quickly as we possibly can, because, uh, this is being a little bit overblown. And way more people are exposed to this already than you even know. Uh, we probably all have it anyway. So let's just get back and do things now. Uh, so everybody doesn't lose their job. I mean, we got we got a pretty good start on everybody losing their job. 30 million so far in six wow. weeks. Right. What does it have to be before we start the economy again? Does it have to be 100 million? Well, would that it's, be bad it's enough? Probably, it's probably more than more than thirty anyway, right? With with oh. all the independent contractors yes. who aren't filing for unemployment, right? Um, those numbers are even worse, right? I mean, we need to get they, these no people doubt. want businesses to open back up, man. No doubt. Um, and again, uh, do I, I? I really want to see. I really want to see sports return. But the the biggest issue is to allow people to go back to work and start making money again and put food on their table. And be able to pay their mortgage. And look, that's what sports does too. I mean, it's not you know just because we like the games and we like to play, but everything surrounding those games uh, creates income and jobs for people. Yeah, hotels, uh, airfare. All of it. Uh, you know, you're gonna have Uber drivers back to work. You're gonna have you, restaurants if, that are if you're visited. Talking about 
not allowing people in the stands, but I mean, that yeah. is a big money maker as well, not only for the universities, but for the companies who provide goods and services for those stadiums. If you had to guess right uh, now, both of you guys, if you had to guess right now, uh, does the NCAA season start on time with fans or is it delayed or does it start on time without fans or do we not play the season? Jeff, you want to go first? <laughs> I would say that it actually depends uh, probably what happens. I would say that they're probably not going to ride. They're riding on, well, maybe we'll play, maybe we won't play until they see if a second wave starts in during the summer. I don't right. want to hear about a second wave anymore, okay. Dr. Fauci. Shut up about the <laughs> yeah, second I'm wave. I'm going to say shut up. Oh, but I, mean... <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Second wave. I don't even want to hear those two words put together. I'm going to say that being okay. snowflake, <laughs> snowflake yeah. liberal institutions, uh -huh. the NCAA will start, but without fans, NFL will start with fans. Yeah, with true. fans in the NFL? Yeah, I think so. I think everybody starts without fans. Okay. And then maybe by middle season, maybe they start experimenting with some sort of fan arrangement. I don't know. But I bet it starts without fans. I think baseball, definitely without fans. Hockey, For basketball, sure. all without fans. But I think If by any of September, those play at all, they yeah. play without fans. I think by September, I just the NFL... I just I see them saying, you know what, we'll take the lead on this. And that well, and that goes like back that. to what I was thinking about. They start the season uh, college football for as an example. They start the season without fans, and fans are just finding like, hey, we need to go to these games. So they open it back up. Yeah, and if, that would be great. The problem is if they start with fans, and there does happen to be a spike in outbreaks, they're going to be, be blamed for it. They're going to be blamed, and then it's going to be you know there could be lawsuits. Who knows? Yeah. I, it might be too ugly to even attempt with fans. Okay, but you know, you know what you do at that point? You say, look at the states that didn't lock down. They're doing a lot better as mm -hmm. far as infection rates. Yeah. Point to the Wisconsin thing you mentioned earlier in the show. Yeah. They went the, to the polls and held a vote. where's the spike? They were right next to each other in lines and there was no spike. Where is the spike? And and man, they were hoping for a spike. Yes, they were. The Democrats wanted to see piles of dead bodies all over Wisconsin. They so, didn't get that. So if you are <laughs> in the league offices of one of these professional sports, you need to start saving these stories like this, like these states that aren't on lockdown, like the Wisconsin voting, showing that crowds aren't necessarily uh, spreading the infection rates or spiking them. Right. By the way, maybe we should all get the, uh, we should all get the antibodies in this woman, uh, Rose Lee Manuel who calls herself blessed. She survived the Spanish. She's 101 years old. Yeah. She got the Spanish flu in 19, uh, in, in 1918 or 19. Yeah. 1918. Yeah. And she just got coronavirus and recovered from that. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple, there's a couple <laughs> old people, older people that have gone through that. Right. We need That's to amazing. sit them down and take yeah. their blood. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then we can start with you. Cause you've survived pretty much everything for the past. <laughs> how many centuries? Well, it started with the bubonic plague, uh, the black plague, plague in Europe. Right. Jeffy with you in the 14, 1500s. Boy, good and luck to whoever has to strap you down and get that blood out of you, man. <laughs> no, thank you. That's a, that's a job. Nobody wants tell you that not even the illegal immigrants want that job. <laughs>